dressed quickly, hurried to the kitchen, stoked the embers in the cook stove, and added some wood before peeking out the window. Early dawn revealed a dusting of snow on the bare branches of the cottonwood tree in the front yard. Not a drop of moisture had fallen on the town of Las Cruces since last summer, and the welcome sight raised Emma's spirits. The start of the day was perfect. If she kept feeling lively and normal for a change, the entire day would be wonderful. She swooped into Matthew's bedroom and roused her sleeping son with a big hug just as Mr. Roybal's donkey announced the arrival of dawn with a long, honking bray. "'Let go!' Matthew grumbled, sleepy-eyed, pulling away. "'Time to rise and shine, young man,' she said, turning on the bedside lamp. "'How about some hot cakes, eggs, and bacon for breakfast?' Long and lean, with square shoulders like all the Kearney men and brilliantly blue eyes, Matthew squinted at his mother. Are you feeling better? he asked, tentatively, searching her face. Emma smiled and nodded. Much better. And I've a great hunger for hot cakes. Now shake a leg. You have chores to do before we eat. You're really better, no kidding? Matthew asked again. For now, Emma said. Matthew smiled. Boy, I'm glad to hear that. So am I. She gave him a kiss on his cheek, which he quickly wiped away. Out of bed, he reached for his clothes, which were neatly folded, on the top of the small dresser next to a framed photograph of his older brother, C.J., standing stiff and proud in his sergeant's uniform. It had been taken a few weeks before his death, on a French battlefield during the Great War. She couldn't look at it without having to stifle the sob that always rose in her throat. What a fine man he would have become if the madness of war hadn't claimed him. She left Matthew to dress, returned to the cozy warmth of the kitchen, and set about mixing the batter, cutting thick strips of bacon, and heating the griddle. In a small Apache basket on the top of the kitchen cupboard, Emma kept all the letters C.J. had sent home from the army. Tonight would be a perfect time to read them again, with Matthew. Until her latest bout of illness, Emma had been writing letters for Matthew to find and read after her death. Mostly, she'd set down the happy times in her life, and the people and friends she'd known, loved, and admired, so he would have some knowledge of her past and his family's history. She had never hidden the fact from him that her defective heart couldn't be fixed, and she didn't shy away from the subject in the letters. However, she had kept silent about the reality of her dying soon, which until now seemed wisest. Why burden a child with such cruel knowledge? But now, with her illness, more than an occasional inconvenience, once easily masked, and the undeniable suffering she endured, and that Matthew had witnessed day after day for weeks, the subject could no longer be avoided. She dreaded that conversation they soon must have. C.J.'s death still troubled Matthew, and he often became visibly gloomy at the mere mention of his brother's name. As for Emma, the clear-cut knowledge that she wouldn't live to see Matthew fully grown— was a wrenching sorrow that made the idea of the conversation almost unbearable. Yet she had to prepare him for the inevitable, especially since it could no longer be ignored. She would do it soon, she vowed, but not today. Today was for celebrating. Matthew came into the kitchen, followed by a blast of cold air, bundled in his coat with an armload of wood for the cookstove. As always, he'd slicked down his cowlick in an unsuccessful attempt to tame it. His cheeks and nose were rosy from the cold. It snowed a bit last night, Matthew said as he filled the wood bin. 
I know, Emma replied. How wonderful. How many hot cakes can you eat? Four, Matthew replied as he shed his coat and hung it on the back of his chair. No, maybe six. Emma raised an eyebrow as she greased the griddle. Six? Matthew nodded. Yep, you haven't made hot cakes in a long time. Emma paused, spatula in hand. That can't be true. You'll eat them all? Yes, ma'am, promise. Fair enough, six it is. Pour yourself some milk and get the jug of syrup. Bacon sizzled in the frying pan, to be done crispy the way Matthew liked it. She poured the batter and quickly made a stack of hotcakes she kept warm on a platter in the oven. When the bacon was done, she forked it onto plates with the hotcakes, fried two eggs, eased them onto the stacks, and brought breakfast to the table. Matthew grinned at the plate of food placed in front of him. This looks just swell, he said. Thank you kindly, sir, Emma replied.